listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Father Greg Sackowitz and Mark Treacy. And uh, do we have with us Joyce DeRiga? Is she with us? Good morning, oh. Joyce. How Hi. are you? Hi. Hi. Good. Good, Good to see you. How are you? How are you feeling these days, Joyce? Well, you know, Monday. It's good to be alive and well. Good. Good. On a Monday Good. morning in summer in Chicago. And, it, uh, and Joyce will discuss her article in the latest edition of Chicago Catholic that tells the story of a strong family tradition at a Melrose Park Parish. And Joyce DeRiga is editor of the uh, Chicago Catholic. I always have to be careful of our program is Catholic Chicago, and you are the editor of the Chicago Catholic. How many years have you been uh, doing the work at the uh, Chicago Catholic, Joyce? Over 13. Wow. Over 13 years. Wow. Now, where were you before Chicago Catholic? Our Sunday Visitor newspaper. Okay. Always interested in um, writing? Yeah, my, my, I went to college for journalism. I started out in secular journalism mm-hmm. and then wanted to use my gifts for direct what I felt like was directly for God. So. No, before we get into the Mount Carmel, I had a quick question. Any new books on the horizon? You, why don't you share with folks the ones that you've written already and then anything coming um, up? Thank you for asking. Two uh, short biographies, one on Sister Helen Prejean, who's a um, big death, penal- death penalty abolitionist, and then one on Father Augustus Tolton, who is venerable, you know, and his cause for canonization is open in the archdiocese. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm thinking How about, about Father some- Greg, uh, a book on Greg? Be more like a pamphlet. It'd be a pamphlet, pamphlet. <laughs> with a lot of pictures. <laughs> yeah, a lot of pictures, yeah, from childhood. Exactly, a small pamphlet. And uh, seriously, though, Joyce, is there uh, uh, something on the horizon you're thinking about? Um, I just someone was pitching me some ideas of some holy me- uh, women in the church, um, like Catherine Doherty, and then maybe Mother Jones. So I'm kind of looking into some of that. Oh, great. You are a great, great writer and do a tremendous job as editor of the uh, Chicago Catholic. Let me read this. For 128 years, Our Lady of Mount Carmel Parish in Melrose Park has held an annual novena to their patron. It's a community-wide affair that culminates with a procession through the neighborhood with a statue of Our Lady of Mount Carmel. It's an event based on family and tradition. So you want to maybe share something about that? Yeah, I don't know if you've ever been out there for this, but these are the kind of Catholic things that... um, one of the many Catholic things that I that I love. It's a whole community-wide celebration. You know, there's mm-hmm. images. To, yeah, there's Paraki. So they they got a that's a they got a papal blessing. There's only three other images of Our Lady in the world that have um, a papal blessing for that wow, crown. People that. donated. Let me back up. So in um, 1894, a woman 
uh, prayed to Our Lady Mount Carmel to heal her husband who was ill and promised that if um, Our Lady healed him that she would uh, get a statue of Our Lady Mount Carmel from her hometown in Italy and establish a devotion there. And it's been going on since then. This was the 128th anniversary. I met a woman, yeah, people put up images of Our Lady around their houses. And it's interesting that the neighborhood was just, was Italian for a long time and now it's, um, there, there's more Mexican folks living there. So now they've got Our Lady of Guadalupe and Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Oh, so people, it's really a family tradition. You know, one lady I met is 101. She said she's been going for 101 years. She's 101 years old. And, yeah. and was she born and baptized at that parish? She was, oh, yeah. My wow. And oh then with her that day was um, her daughter, her granddaughter, and her great-granddaughters. So people, it was a little different this year. There's, there's a novena leading up to it, right? And then there's a procession with Our Lady with the statue, as you can see. Usually people carry the statue on their shoulders, but because of COVID and stuff like that image you see there, um, they had a mobile procession this year where Our Lady was on a cart. These folks are carrying what are called candle houses. So it's an Italian tradition where there are three-tiered kind of floats that have candles around them. They always have a statue of, of a patron saint of their family on the top. And then if loved ones have died over the years, they'll put an image of the loved one on the candle house and process with it. It's just a really, you know, it's a really neat thing. Everybody, people have parties in their front lawns to wait for the statue of Our Lady to process by. They, they blow off fireworks when she passes. They throw rose petals. Um, on the the statue, they I saw people releasing balloons, mm. and they'll put out little shrines, family shrines out in the front yard for Our Lady to pass. It's just a you know one of those neat Catholic things. It's a tradition that they hand down through generations. So it's impacted you. Why do you think it's impact? I mean, you're smiling as you're talking about it. There's an energy about it for you. How did it, how did it affect you? You know, it's kind of like when you go, if you've ever had a chance to go to Our Lady of Guadalupe in displays mm -hmm. on the, the eve of the vigil or the feast day, just the expressions of faith that people have and devotion to Our Lady and to Jesus. And when they do something physically to express that devotion, it's just so moving. You know, mm -hmm. you, and everybody you talk to has a story of a prayer answered or wow. something that, our lady is interceded for them on or so I, and I just think it's so neat and it's such a tangible way to express your faith. I, I know we've, there used to be more of these, right? Maybe mm -hmm. 50 years ago and stuff, big Our Lady of Sorrows Novena over on the um, West side. And I, I think they're still relevant. I just, yeah, and I, I like to see them continue. You know? Now Joyce, when was this Novena held at Our Lady Mount Carmel? The, it was just two weeks ago on Sunday, and, not this and, past and it Sunday. Was, and it was well attended. Sunday. Yeah. I mean, this the masses were, um, they had just released the COVID restrictions, right? So the masses were better attended. They, um, but they weren't allowed to have a procession this year because it was, it was too quick of a, of a um, shift in plans from the protocols. for the parish. Yeah, so they didn't have people walking this year, which a lot of people were disappointed, but they said they'll be back next year. Right. You know, I think that's wonderful. And, uh, and Joyce, you do a marvelous job as editor, and we'll be back on in a couple of weeks to tell us about the latest edition. And, uh, you know, 312-255-8408, you're listening to uh, uh, Catholic Chicago. 
Joyce, our prayers are with you. Keep yes. up the great work. And uh, our phone Thank number, you, again, 312-255-8408, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Teresi, we're going to go to a break then for the last segment. Stay with us, and again, do not touch that dial.